Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that. Check them out online, sidesign.net. And hey, if you're a parent or a grandparent, they've got something for you as well, as SI Design is the leading provider of custom sports prints. They offer a variety of products, including posters, banners, canvases, and more. All you have to do is upload your high-quality studio or action shot, and SI Design will create the memory for you. For more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that Sideline to Sideline sent And we're ready to talk a little 3A. Hello, everybody. Terry Bennett, Grant Goodwin here. Sideline to Sideline, the 3A edition brought to you by SI Design and Printing right here on the L4 Media. And good week of football. Yeah, it's a great week, man. Uh, you know, last week, dude, Canadian Bushland, what a game that was. I Just a great quick trip up yeah, to Canadian Texas. trip. Right. Uh, well, yeah, what was it sick? Well, yeah, because we stayed, stayed at, at the, the plaza. restaurant for yeah. a while. Well, that was good. Oh, it was, man. <laughs> to good the plaza? Mexican food and Childress. But you know the thing that stands out to what? me about our Canadian uh, Bushland game was there's nothing open after the game in Canadian. When you've got to rush to Dollar General before 11 – <laughs> to get bean dip and Fritos, bean dip, and Fritos, water. and yeah, it's just that's a I really mean, good point. Actually. I mean, I guess the Allsup's is open. We didn't realize that until we passed back by it to get to our hotel. But that room. was so packed. Which, by the way, our hotel room, Canadian Inn, great place, I guess. But you made me nervous all night. By <laughs> saying, scorpions. Yeah, the guy was like, "Hey, uh, just to let you know, we've had a scorpion problem here." So I had to get up. <laughs> I don't know, it's probably two or three in the morning out of a dead sleep to go to the bathroom. And I stepped on a freaking Frito and thought I was stung You're gonna because all night I'm thinking scorpions. You're it was just a Frito. He's, they had found like two. I just thought it was funny to well, think scorpions. Way too, too many. Oh, I, and I had I've a, been tagged twice and I yeah, won it again. But when I stepped on that Frito, I thought I was about to fall over. I'm like, I've been hit. Oh, I've been hit. And it was just Frito like. Yeah, that, first off, that's a, it's a old school drive up motor hotel, whatever, mm-hmm. motor, motor motel, whatever you want to call it. And uh, or murder. The guy's hotel. from Colorado and they're refurbishing it and it looked pretty cool. It was really comfortable on the inside. It was. Other than the scorpions, it was. But I think that's probably yeah. a, a panhandle thing, and not just that hotel exclusive. Yeah, I, I think if you build somewhere that's on a scorpion trail, you'll never get rid of it I, if that's their trail. I think but that, the AC worked and yeah, the TV that's worked. All we, that's, that's all, all I care. Yeah, because apparently now, 
So I miss the days of, of single Grant Goodwin, who we watched football highlights when we got back. Now it's, <laughs> hey, let's uh, let's watch a little Tulsa true crime here. So I'm doing first 48, which is Tulsa true crime. I know every every episode <laughs> is I don't there. ever want to go to Tulsa anymore. No. I went to a wedding several years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was nervous as a cat because of watching uh, First 48, and there were so many, there's like so many murders in Tulsa. I've been to Tulsa twice, and one of them, my roommate in college, got deathly ill from food poisoning. It's um, a come and go. Yeah, oh, he, like, he had to go to the hospital, oh, okay. and I felt bad. Because that's an actual uh, convenience store. Yeah, no, it was a... Uh, yeah, uh, Jen, the my friend, she's from Kansas, and she's mm-hmm. always bringing me the come and go lighters. That's just like her funny. It's, I don't get it. I don't really get it. But anyway, and go. I mean, you don't. I, I will show, say this. Put though. it on mute and let me explain. This no, <laughs> we're putting so everything when a man on mute. <laughs> okay, yeah, loves you right now. But no, you're right. If if you have the money in Canadian, just open the fifth quarter burger and and be open right. for. Two hours after the game, yeah, you'd make a ton of money. Yeah, maybe I'll take my uh, retirement and go up there. And Is that going to be your big goal? Yeah. In yeah. Canadian, Texas, I'm going to open up a – we're only going to serve milkshakes, maybe beer, and then burgers. Hey, do adult wings. milkshakes. That's a big thing now. It's yeah. been a big thing for a few years. They're actually really good. Uh, I want to think while we're talking about this before we get into the meat of the show, uh-huh. and we'll be talking more about them next week uh, – But I want to bring up that we have a brand new sponsor for the rest of the year here on Sideline to Sideline, but also uh, they are now the title sponsor of the Franklin Football Show, and that makes it more special. Uh, Small Town uh, Society, you can find them online at shopsmalltownsociety.com, and they have uh, female football gear. They have hats and accessories. They have holiday gear. They have inspirational gear. They have Texas gear. they have it all. They have a sales page. I mean, they even have Franklin, Texas shirts. They have their field on a shirt that's sold out, which, by the way, we want one of those to put on the studio wall. That, mm-hmm. that I want that shirt to put on the studio wall. What, but. what exactly is female gear? It kind of sounds like it could be gross. Okay, stop. This is a new sponsor. They don't know us yet. They don't know how we act. Oh, so okay. no, It's female clothes. It's, oh. it's female shirts. It's female. Like, like say, pads? Shoulder pads? Like Football. I didn't say football. I, it, you said <laughs> you're right. No, no. Gear. You know what? I, I've done this for 16 I know a years lot with of females, you. and no, like they, they, use, they have certain gear. In okay, purse. I'll give you a perfect example. Okay, you can get a a Halloween themed shirt, a Halloween uh, a lantern. Or, I'm sorry, a pumpkin wearing a cowboy hat called Howdy Pumpkin. Mm-hmm. That's a shirt you can get if you're okay, a lady. That's cool. You can get a a cowgirl a cowgirl skull shirt. Mm. Uh, you can give a thanks plus giving shirt. Just check out online. Does one have to be a female to buy? I don't. I mean, you can but, buy I mean, it, but I, I, I doubt you're going to be able to wear the sizes. I'm just going to throw that okay. out there. I mean, you've done really well, by the way. You look Thank great. You. Thank you. But I mean, you know, th- th- this is th- these are female sizes, and I know you had that thing in college where you, <laughs> but worth you, you were a lot younger then, buddy. Uh, but yeah, check them out online. Shop smalltownsociety.com. And again, I do apologize to the Lamberts who are probably listening to their very first ad, and they're all excited. And oh, we can cut that. Yeah, what's the point? This is who we are. If it didn't happen in week one, it's going to happen in week two through whatever the rest they advertise. With I us. vow to never do that again. So. All right. So tonight we're going to be talking, of course, that Canadian Bushland game that we went to, Dangerfield, Tatum, Newton. 
they had a good game. Poor Woodville, maybe the best 0-2 team in the state. We'll talk about that. Malakoff, both of us, not surprised that they won, but how bad they won. Well, that was a statement win. I uh, it, re- it really was. Uh, Edna beating a really good 4A team. Brock beating a really good 4A team. And then Jim Ned, we tried to tell y'all. We've tried to tell you for since we started the offseason shows that Jim Ned, if they stay healthy, might be as good as that state championship team. Uh, we don't know if they're there yet, but they had a big uh, statement win for them. And we'll talk all that. Plus, of course, we'll preview week three and we'll do it when we come back right here on Sideline to Sideline, the 3 edition brought to you by SI Design and Printing right here on L4 Media. Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. L4FR was founded by a third-generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity, all while we provide first-rate customer service. Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, a lineman climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered. Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort, whether you're on the job or not. To view our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at L4FRclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. Si habla espanol. Terry Bennett, Grant Goodwin here, sideline to sideline, the Class 3, 3A edition brought to you by SI Design and Printing and Power Plus Mouthguard. It's time to review week two. Let's go ahead and start where we were, uh, Bushland versus Canadian. Okay, first off, we thought there for a minute, like, damn it, we just drove five and a half hours and we're going to be back in the hotel in the by the end of the sa- first half. Yeah, wasn't that, didn't, uh, Canadian got out to, what was it, a 21 to nothing lead in oh, the first a- First quarter. Uh, first yeah. quarter. And then it was 28 well, under, I don't know, I mean, like starting the like, second I quarter. I want to say almost like the first or second play in the second quarter. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I looked at you. I was like, well, this was a trip wasted. But, man, kudos to the Bushland Falcons and Dawson Jaco and that group for hanging in there. And they played their guts out for four quarters. They, they made a lot of mistakes in the first quarter Which you can't do against you Canadian. cannot do against a state championship type caliber team yeah like Canadian well and let's remember two years ago this exact same thing played out but Bushland completed the comeback and it was you know we when this we were, Canadian team's a different animal though and this Canadian team's a different animal because when Bushland made that comeback in this game their defense stepped up and made the plays because there there was a legitimate point in that game where it was a 10 point game at and, one time and Bushland had, 28 and Bushland Bushland had all the momentum their offense yep. was just flowing like they were getting they were moving the ball like we thought a, a a Bushland offense would do in this game and then Canadian made a couple of adjustments and it's nothing big but it they won first and second down which they hadn't done in the drives before and you put Bushland in third and nine third and 13 third and 15 and some flags hurt Bushland too in that uh, but yeah I, I mean 
I went into that first half thinking, boy, Bushland, man, you know, are, are they not what we thought they were? Even though they ended up losing by 20, I still like what they are. But they're going to have to figure the defense out. You give up 41 to West Plains. You give up 55 to Canadian. And I know Canadian's Canadian. And West Plains is a really good 4A team. But that's what lost them the Brock game. They were up 27-7. to and, and then Brock just flooded the gates. Yeah. Bushland has got to – it just feels like whether it's in the first half against Canadian, the second half against Brock last year, they well, just go long stretches where they struggle defensively. You got to play four quarters of defense. Yeah. Right. It's and not just four quarters of offense. Exactly. And when you don't play four quarters of uh, defense against a Canadian with Ca- Cameron Cavalier at quarterback, wow. You're in trouble. Boy, that he's- dude is special. And then Luke Flowers was great. Uh, Preston Miller was really good. Uh, what stood out for me defensively was Nathan Wagner. Yeah, you were, you were salivating over his play on I the was, sideline. You were it, really he into He did it. not make like a ton of solo tackles, but what he did several times Disrupt. was so impressive where he didn't necessarily fight off a block on like a wide uh, around the nine. Yeah. Uh, he strung it out. Yep. He held the block up set and allowed. Edge. Yes, that's exactly what he set did. He edge. set the edge. And that kid is special, Nathan Wagner. Uh, there's a lot of special players on this Canadian team. And there's some special players on the Bushland team. And I think they're going to be fine going forward. But I think you're right. I think the key for Bushland, the Falcons, are to play that defense that they played in the third quarter especially. Yeah. They, and they late did. in the second half, uh, second quarter uh, if they can play that, they're going to be tough to beat. But the, the, Canadian's just a different animal. They always say we're built differently yeah. in Canadian, and they really are. Now, they, they, that was something else to see. I want to go back to the defense part because you're right. But mm-hmm. I'm going to say this. When it got closer, Canadian had two plays that they knew they could go to, including that over the middle with the slot receiver. That it, it, he and just nothing wrong with that. But I'm saying for Bushland, there is. If you saw oh, it in the first half right, and you right, didn't right. stop it, and then you saw it in the third quarter and the fourth quarter when it mattered and you didn't stop okay, it. But you when it fix mattered, that. though, even if they would have taken that rat, route down, right, that seam route, they'd have taken it away. Say they take it away. Cameron Cavalier taking two steps back. Quarterback draw between the tackles. Well, that was the other play, actually. Off, that was the second play. That's my point. Is unstoppable. But for I Bushland, don't know many teams that are going to be able to stop that throughout the year. No, I agree. But for Bushland, if you're getting beat by the same stuff you're getting beat earlier, that's you've got to figure that out. And they've got time. That's why you play these games before people think we're browbeating but Bushland. Sometimes it's not scheme. It's. I, I think it was on that. I, it could have been. I mean, the dude's running a little wide bit of open scheme. four plays. Well, no, no, no. That one, yes. Oh, you're talking about the quarterback draw. Yeah, no, you're right about that, that quarterback draw. Was, there's nothing you can dude, do about it. Is he there better is than he was last year? Yeah, absolutely. And he was great last year. He, he's so physical, and he's faster than he looks because he's so physical. You forget that he right, can get to the edge right. if he needs he to. Find, he finds the daylight. Yes, he does. Yes, he that's plays, a great way to you know, describe he's it. He's a lot like the uh, Abilene Wiley quarterback from, uh, what's his name? Oh, Case Keenum, who's Case still in Keenum. the NFL. Yeah. I mean, let, here you go. We need something. That's a good let comparison. me put you on my back. Yep. Let me put you on my back, and let, let's go. That's, right? that's a really good comparison. Yeah, he's just automatic, and they are going to be a tough out for the rest of the year now until it, December. And, saying and all even that, then. Yeah, and saying all that about Bushland's defense, that offense – as great as Cavalier is. It's funny. Cavalier is great. Mm-hmm. Dawson Jocko, he's just, he just looks, 
he looks the part. Everything oh, he yeah. he reminds me of a China Spring quarterback. Cash McCollum. Uh-huh. They both just everything they do, and they're they're busting their butt, but it just looks so effortlessly. Yeah. Oh, hey, let me drop a fifty yard dime over the two, or let me throw that little fifteen yard out route yes. that's on a rope, and you could from oh, the other half, and you can hear or the, the ball. middle. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. That one where we were standing behind them when it's he so threw it. Effortless. It was just, woof. and yeah. you even said it. You don't. I, I like to. I love to watch quarterbacks when they warm up, and I'll make comments about it. Usually, you're just kind of okay. I'm just going to watch it. But there was a couple warm up throws, and you're just like. Holy crap! I yep. mean, he just—it's it, just we saw something special with those two quarterbacks. Oh yeah, we I did. mean, and and no matter how the and we wouldn't have left even if it was forty-two to nothing because I yeah, you, we would have left. I think yeah, we probably would because <laughs> you, you want to watch that third showing of the Tulsa Crime Show, but uh, but it's now not the Tulsa Crime Show. <laughs> Maybe we'll have an advertiser in Tulsa. <laughs> well, we did do a Big Twelve show this year, so I'm, I'm gonna try to find. I'm gonna make Noe do the ad read <laughs> as seen on. <laughs> All right, so Canadian uh, and you know Bushland, they they take on this week, uh, they take on Canadians District Brethren Childress. I think that's an interesting game with the Bobcats. I'm curious to see how that one goes. I think Bushland uh, bounces back and really just takes it out on Childress. We'll see. Yeah. I, I don't think their defense can take it out on anybody right now. Uh, uh, I don't know, man. I mean that. Uh, that was two really good offenses. Oh no, we'll you're see, right. Though. You're right. And I'm, again, sometimes they're not going to see that offense every week. Sometimes we have to step outside the fact that we're trying to look at everybody down. Like, where were they going to be in December? And we got to remember, right. and, and me too, especially that two weeks. Yeah, you know, we're, we're still everybody's still figuring things out. Speaking of figuring things out, Lorena bounced back from their loss to China Spring to beat West. But I'm telling you what, West hung in there. You yep. and I keep telling West is what a little was it twenty seven thirteen twenty seven thirteen and West is a little different this year. They're throwing the ball more, uh, but Lorena's defense played great. But Caden Roberts had wow. a huge game. He needed this after that China Spring game, and you can new quarterback, but man had all the tools he just, against China Spring. It's China Spring. But I mean, it showed up against yes, West one hundred percent. What was that stat line? Uh, twenty of twenty seven for two hundred fifty three yards and two touchdowns. He also ran. For 192 yards on 21 carries, I didn't. That's a dominant. Performance. I didn't see that in the China Spring game. I didn't realize well, he was that mobile. I, I think he is, but I mean that China, China Spring, China Spring, yeah. defensive front. Even though they gave up some size to West, it looked like right. Yeah, they they are very good defensive front. When you start getting back down to the 3A level, oh China, you mean Lorena's is, line looks yeah, bigger than China Spring? Yeah, you're right, you're right. And when Lorena gets back down to the 3A level, it all comes back down. It to comes back down. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. And Caden Roberts, man, he had a huge game. And that defense limiting West, I think West will put up a lot of points I do too. against people. I do so too. I think the unsung hero here is uh, uh, this Lorena defense, which is very physical. We saw them hang in there at times against uh, China Springs. So I think Lorena is going to be fine. No, I, I totally agree. I think Lorena and West are going to be fine. Jim Ned, we kept telling everybody, we kept saying this Indian team is different. This team's more like the 2020 team. And they came out and beat Holiday at Holiday. Holiday had their brand new turf out. Uh, 40 to 22. This was a 16 to 14 game Holiday, uh, Holiday was leading. Jim Ned scored 30 points in a row. 
A lot of it was turnovers. Again, they basically had a near pick six that Jim Ned cashed in, and then the very next play they had a pick six, and that's kind of where the game got ahead of them. But Braden Shipman and that offense, dude, even Coach Atwood on the holiday show said they they mashed us between the tackles. Yeah. that They found what worked against us, and we we tried to adjust. We tried to adjust. And, and That and, stat line for Braden Shipman, uh, 108 yards on 24 carries. When you, you know average that out, that's not like – this you know five yards carry right but it's enough to move the chains every time and that's what jim ned does yeah and then gray beasley uh the quarterback for jim ned runs for another 98 yards right on like 13 keepers again that's that's what they do they grind you down they're not they're they're not impressive when you just watch them right like you know xavier wishart great running back but when you watched him, you just saw him just lull you to sleep and then hit a big top, big one, you mm-hmm. know, right when you think you've got him. And that's what they have this year it's with Shipman. kind of like the old uh, Washington running back. Uh, what was his name uh, with the Mohawk? John Riggins. John Riggins. Yep. It, 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 counter it, tray. It, yes, the exactly. Counter tray. They don't run a lot of counter tray at Jim Ned, but what they do – it's, it's not too much him. difference because they like to bring that guard across, but you're mm-hmm. right. But but yeah, I just it gets across the face and it's over. Yeah, once you shipment right behind yeah. it, boom. And then yep. you get you and they're using a fullback at times so that you have that guy to, to plug up the linebacker. So anyway, so Jim, we kept telling y'all, Jim, and for holiday, it, it, I know this is their first regular season loss in 33 games. I know it's a new coach and people, but they're gonna figure it out. Oh, I yeah. mean, they've Absolutely. just they've just got to they they're tweaking things I offensively. Mean, they've had. A murderer's row the first two weeks. Exactly. And the fact that they're one and one out of that and they've got Adelou this week, which is not, it's, it's, I think they win, but that's not an easy game. No, no. Um, let's well, see. Ha- let's talk about a statement win here. Edna 28, yes. Bay City 21. Wow. I mean, just a huge game uh, uh, win for this Edna program. Jaden Clay, the quarterback, eight of 15 for 150 yards and two touchdowns. He also ran for 132 yards. And then Cade Rodas, the running back. 117 yards on 13 carries. I think this was a huge win for Edna. Uh, the thing is, this is a statement win for Edna because I think Bay City's a really good 4A team. Yep, I agree. They got another game coming up, and we'll pr- kind of preview this in the next segment, is uh, they're taking on Referio. Yep, they're in so a matchup. they've got two possible statement games Back-to-back. What can they do to follow up this uh, Bay City win? If they're able to go in and pull out the win against a Referio team who might be a favorite in this game. Yeah, they they hadn't beat them in a few years. Right. I think that Edna – we've already talked about Edna – being one of our favorites, yeah. Oh, yeah. To we're go really yeah. to the state championship, yeah. Uh, if they are able to pull off another win uh, after this Bay City game, go in and pull off the win against Refugio, then I think you really got to look at Edna as uh, a state finalist. Well, and some people might point out that last year they literally beat Bay City by almost the exact same score, was twenty-seven to twenty-one. But that was the Bay City that was still figuring things out. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, when you look at what Bay City and Robert Jones has this year with that Alex Estrada quarterback. And Bay City's going to win a lot of yeah, games in 4 I, I know the scores were the same, but for me this was more impressive because I think Bay City's going to be a team that – that region, man. We talk about 3A in that region, but 4A in that region is just – yeah. Chapel Hill, the favorite in the state – it's going to be a dogfight for them to get out of that that region. That's how good it is in 4A. Hey, speaking of 
neither one. Newton, 44. Woodville, 39. Woodville might be becoming the best 0-2 team we've seen this year. They've been in it both games. Uh, their biggest issue right now is they've got to figure out their defense. Uh, and, again, they've played really yeah. good teams, but still. Yeah, didn't Woodville went like – they went up 39-38. to 38, uh, And then Newton went on the game-winning drive with less than a minute left to win the game. Yeah. Like, your defense has to play – much like we talked about Bushland, Woodville, you're you got to play sixty minutes, right? You got to make the plays when it matters, right? Uh, but just for the fact that uh, Woodville has hung in there now uh, against Franklin and against Newton, and turnovers this time went, uh, you know, went against them. Last week it was for them uh, against Franklin, but they failed to pull out the win both times. But I do think. You're right. I think Woodville is the best 0-2 team out there. They're still, if we had our ranking, our rankings, we do our sideline sideline rankings yeah. uh, in, what, a couple of weeks? Yeah. Right now, if all things being equal, Woodville would still be in my top 10. Speaking of, we're going to be having some changes to our rankings. I think we're going to debut them next week, week four. Um, but we're going to nah, change we're it. not. We're going to wait another week. I don't want to do week five. They're not out long no, enough. It doesn't, you get five. It doesn't matter what you think. That's literally what the fans were saying last year. Hey, why didn't y'all start this earlier? It doesn't matter what the fans think. Wow. It's what I Taylor, think. Taylor, Taylor, <laughs> I want you to edit all that into the each week. Taylor Lee, our executive you the producer. Fans. No, no, but, but hang on, hang on. Each week he does a little, like last week it was the Gilmer uh, Kilgore talk. Uh-huh. I want that to be the, the clip of the week for Sideline to Sideline shows. Grant Goodwin letting us know that he does not value the fans. But now, um, where are we going on this? Oh, I was going to say, Woodville, the positives offensively, they had two guys run for 100 yards. They had 200 yards against a stout Newton defense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this again, it's early. I, I still think the I still think Woodville's going to be there in the end. And what also, does this say about Newton, though? Exactly. I mean, that's where I was about to go. a lot yeah. about Newton. Well, you know, they're kind of on a revenge tour from last year. You know, Woodville upset them. That was that weird game where I think, if I remember correctly, Newton fumbled on like their own two with, with the game in hand, and Woodville recovered and scored. Sounds right, yeah. And, and so Newton's on the revenge tour there, and we we said it during the, the 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 preview shows that you know Newton's almost ready. I don't know if they're quite where they used to be, but they're they're going to have a say to this region when it's all said and done. Yeah. How about Brock twenty eight, Wichita Falls, Hershey fourteen. Brock's quarterback Brody Woods ran for eighty five yards and threw for sixty five. But Brett Tutter. Uh, the running back ran for 57 on 17 carries. You know, it was kind of tough sledding for this Brock offense this week again, but the defense pitched a first half shutout and pretty much all but dominated this Hershey offense. Well, and, and uh, of the 14 points, seven was a pick six. And and that's going to lead me into it, it got, they were able to hide it last year. They made the big plays when they needed to offensively, but this Brock team in 2023 has got to figure out their offensive identity. What is it they want to do? Because it feels well, like they're trying to do a little of everything. And and it, I mean, what's the best way to or the best time to figure out your identity? Non-district. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. I'm Non-district. Just that, that's, I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. But I'm just saying that's what they. That's that's the takeaway for me because their defense is. Already better than it was last oh, year. Oh, you put that Brock defense up in 4A, and they're still one of the best. Yes, exactly. And it, But I think their offense is going to be fine. I think Brody Woods is going to be the answer. We had a question last year on their offense. I think Brody Woods this year will be their answer offensively at quarterback. We just got to give it time to get into their own weight class, which they are, you know, they take on Wimberley. 
this coming this week, week. Yeah. When you get them down into 3A and their regular schedule, this kid's going to do some special things. And I agree with you there. I agree with you. I'm just marking off things we look ahead for, like where they could be when it mm-hmm. comes district and playoff time. Um, boy, Malakoff. We joke that we joke that when these two teams play, and it's a joke, but go back and look at their their, their results. It's always 21-14, 21-17. Mm-hmm. Not this year. Well, one of them scored 21, and they're 30 points behind it. As Mike Jones and Malakoff. I think what was this score? Fifty-one twenty-one. Malakoff. Uh, Malakoff. I okay. think they announced to the region that hey, we're not going anywhere. You know, they were kind of the surprise region winner last year. I think this game shows that they're not going to be a surprise this yeah, year. Yeah, Mike Jones at quarterback. I mean, he pretty much dominated this game outside of the Malakoff defense. Uh, Mike Jones. Do you have the stats on that? I did not write them no, down I'm trying on the run sheet. Right but I know Mike Jones went off on that Grandview defense. Who is what? Look, Grandview's defense is supposed to be the uh, the uh, strength of that team. Yeah, and they're going to win a lot of football games, and they could go three. Grandview could go three deep in the playoffs. Uh, Jerry and Hall also went off. He had six carries for 155 yards and two touchdowns. Wow. Um, they they were up 41 to seven at some point. That that is just crazy. Well, actually, they were 48 to seven when Davis know, we, also had a pick six. That we were talking about statement wins earlier in the segment. I think this Malakoff fifty-one to twenty-one over Grand to beat them and really forty-eight to seven. I didn't even realize to that to make them like it. Wow, too. That, make the zebras like it. I think this Malakoff win right here was a statement win. As I still well. think I still think Grandview's a, a two round, maybe three rounds if things break. I right. think so too. So, I think Grandview's wow good. But Malakoff is just just better right now. Right yeah, now, I mean their heads and shoulders. I mean, you start talking about, I mean, right now you start talking about statement wins with Canadian over Bushland. Um, you I know, think over Bay city, yeah, Lorena made a little bit Jim of a statement, Ned. but I think, uh, Malakoff over Grandview is the biggest one is one of the bigger ones, right? Yeah, no, I totally agree. I All totally right. agree. How about troop 52 price Carlisle? 15. If you can pull up any stats on that one, man. Uh, look, I know Price Carlisle is down in a lower classification, but Troop, we've been talking about Troop, at least you and I, yeah. off air. We talked about them a little bit on the uh, preseason shows, but I think Troop right now has announced themselves as a possible region favorite as well. Uh, they beat, they won 52 to 15. Uh, their quarterback, uh, Heron had four touchdown passes on the night. He was like 12 of 19. Um, Grayson Heron, 12 of 18, 219 yards, four touchdown. Trey Davis, Trey Davis is, you remember that? That's a dude right there. Well, do you remember that ARP receiver that went to Texas a few, about 10 I, years ago? He didn't, he didn't yeah. end up, sti- but remember him? That's what Trey Davis is for Troop. And I know that hurts Troop fans to compare to an ARP. But I mean, this guy, I, I talked to Mike Ludlow for White Oak. We do a White Oak show. And he just talked about like, you know, we, there were some times we had everything right. And he still made the play. Our corner's right there. He, mm-hmm. you know, and in this game, he had four catches, two touchdowns. 145 yards receiving, rushed for 28 yards. I love this. On four trots. I love the writer of that. Four trots. Oh, and he also threw a 67-yard touchdown pass. Wow. Uh, Freshman running back Brett Wells had 166 yards on 20 carries. Uh, Shane Jasper added 64 yards. Can you tell they scored a lot? Trump had six. 150 yards. A uh, Trump troop had 650 wow, yards. Oh, shut up. 650 yards. And this is against a good 
Price Carlisle team. Now I don't. I, I do think their defense is is a little down this year. I think they gave up like thirty in their first game, but still, I mean, a lot of it is troops a bigger school. But yeah, they gave. Well, they gave twenty six. A lot of it is troop is just yeah, really Harleton, good. I mean, they're right football. now. And again, I know. Go back to. White Oak is struggling, but right now the troop has now scored seventy in game one and fifty-two in game uh, two. That's pretty crazy, right yeah, there. Yeah, that that is. I mean, yeah. Keep an eye on troop. All right, how about uh, Yokum making a statement as well? Yokum forty-one, Cameron twenty. Yokum two and zero oh now. Yeah, and you know they got a big one coming up against Quero this week. We talked about it last week. We felt Yo had a really good win against a, a solid four A Laga Vista. And I know it's a Laga Vista team that's replacing a lot but they're still really really good and Yoakum just first off it just shows yo is still very inconsistent uh but you you, you called that you you were big on the bulldogs all through the offseason and i, I think is with Yoakum, i'm always high on them because they've always got guys yeah and they've it just always doesn't got come really together sometimes well and you know they don't play the easiest of schedule and their schedules and they're not in the easiest of regions either no they're not and, and so you know, but but I think this might be their best team since that that uh, 2018 team that made the state semifinals. Could be, yeah. I mean, when you look at what they have, Quayon Williams, Ty Gordon, Zach Taylor, Tijan Garza. I mean, and, and they're fast, they're athletic, and I well, well, again, they're playing a really really tough game this week. Yeah, against um, Quero. But, but this is a rivalry game. This is a game where sometimes Yoakum's able to sneak up and bite really good Quero teams. And, and so I, I'll, this will definitely be one I'll be watching when we're out in East Texas watching right, our football last game. Last one on the run sheet, I have Hooks, 26, of, Cooper, 19. What a great win for Hooks. Uh, doesn't say much or uh, put much doubt in my mind for the Cooper Bulldogs. I think uh, Cooper – uh, played the game they wanted, but uh, Hooks, man, I, I cannot wait. I guess we should tell everybody we're going to be at Hooks, uh, in Hooks for Winsboro uh, yeah. Hooks this Friday. So I can't wait to get a look at Hooks. Yeah, and we'll talk about that, of course, in the preview show. Is also that... can't wait to uh, get a hook uh, look at uh, Winsboro as well. Yeah, uh, we, we, we've, we've been big on them, and I saw some highlights, and, and I'm really interested in to see Finney at quarterback. Now that one of the things I love that we went out to Bushland and, and Canadian is we have a – we've calibrated our quarterbacks for this year. Because we've already seen – I know Bussy didn't play. We've seen J.J. Garner. Mm-hmm. We've seen Cash McCollum. Uh, we've seen uh, the the Lorena kid. Well, we've already seen some really good quarterbacks, and so we can kind of calibrate. And I want to see where – uh, Josh Finney lines up with that. All right. Yep. That is the review section. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, it's the preview section of Sideline to Sideline, the 3 edition. Oh, and Coach X as well. He actually is pretty funny this time. Right here on L4 Media. Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that. Check them out online, sidesign.net. And hey, if you're a parent or a grandparent, they've got something for you as well, as SI Design is the leading provider of custom sports prints. They offer a variety of products, including posters, banners, canvases, and more. All you have to do is upload your high-quality studio or action shot, and SI Design will create the memory for you. 
For more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that Sideline to Sideline sent Grant Goodwin back here, sideline to sideline, the class 3-8 edition. We're going into the preview section, so that means we got to talk Coach X. I feel like David Letterman, I want to show you. It's a real guy. He faxes like these Johnny in. Johnny Carson. Coach X is going to oh, say uh, yeah, the great. something stupid. Damn. What is something stupid? Speaking oh. of, speaking of, so I, I want to point out, uh, Coach and X. I don't mean Coach X is stupid. There yeah, you do. Uh, okay. But uh, so I want to point. I want to point out. That, so y'all hear or y'all? Yeah, yeah, I guess y'all hear what I say when Coach X writes in, and, and it's humorous, and we have fun. But it, he's great. But y'all don't get some of the great <laughs> stuff that Grant and I do. We have a group chat, and it's it's funny because we'll go months without saying anything, and then I'll say, and he'll just drop something just really funny and random. But this is what he saw, said right before we were starting to record today. And I'm gonna I'm gonna edit it to where it sounds. I saw I just saw a 400 pound woman driving in her car holding an ice cream sandwich in each hand. It was amazing. That's Coach X for you right there. Hmm. That right there is Coach X in a nutshell. Why are you acting all? Oh, you've been really after him lately. No, I haven't. That's not he what you're saying. Like true. really good friends, and I don't want him coming after me again. All right, let's see what Coach X has to say. Wouldn't an ice cream sandwich right now? Sound really good in this yeah. baking studio. Wish yeah. I had one in each hand. You know, L4 Media, it'd be awesome if y'all send us some ice cream. You know, just email and it to us. And a deep freeze to keep it in. I have a deep freeze. That's where you keep all your energy your drinks Your mama's in. got a deep freeze. Hey, uh, well, she does. She's, she's old. They've got, it's she's these types. <laughs> she's got like four of them. <laughs> no, seriously, we got like four deep I'm freezes. Not a- like arguing. Good All right, Lord. so this is what Coach X has to say for this week. Again, this is a real coach. He faxes these in each Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> we have to run the Kinkos to get them. All right, so that dude on – Is there a Kinkos anymore? There's not. We just were in one two years ago for it's old – It's FedEx. Oh, that's right. Well, it's still it's the old Kinkos store. Okay, but it's not Kinkos Can I read anymore. this? Go ahead. Sorry. My God, you're worse than Coach X tonight. So that dude on Smokey, that's all high and mighty from Lindell. By the way, he's sending us some Lindell gear. So we, me and Grant, do appreciate Go Let's, I think it's Go Let's Go Eagles or whatever. Let's Go Lindell. We love you. Uh, that dude says that the, the the dude with the beard looks like he sounds. Is that a good thing? I don't know. He's talking about me. Still haven't figured that out yet. Grant has no beard. That's not true. He has a beard. <laughs> if you're looking on uh, the YouTube. Hey, Taylor, zoom the end of that. Our executive producer, Taylor Lee, zoom into that luscious Kenny Rogers hair right there. It's like six weeks of not shaving. He's, right not, he's not joking either. No, you, it is. You just don't grow weeks. facial hair well. Like, you just can't. I guess. Did you ever do the mustache? or You would have that creepy porn mustache, I bet. That's not a Or like the mustache. chest yeah, of the molester mustache. mustache. All right, I'm shaving tomorrow morning. Yeah, I think you should. Anyway, or maybe this this is where he gets rough. Grant has no beard, so that has to be Terberry speaking about or maybe he's saying Terrence is a beard for a lesbian girl. That wouldn't be a bad way to spend the evening, I would think, unless the girl was hot. And, you know, that 
that nothing is going to happen. So in, in which case that night would just be some big tease while she lives a lie in front of her parents and then goes home and drinks herself into a depression. In the meantime, you have to reevaluate your own life in the mirror and say, damn it, I got to get it together and stop trying to convert lipstick lesbians to hetero. So you just end up going to college and coaching college football and writing emails for pocket. Wait, I mean, drive a truck on with the show. That was pretty good. <laughs> that was good, Coach. Self-reflection is always good for you. Makes you a better man, and you're punting too often, so keep going. All right, let's preview the first game that we're going to be going out to. You That's like to punt three. Yeah, from the 3 or 2A show. Yeah. Um, we, the game we're going out to, we are headed out into the humid, deep woods of East Texas, and Hooks is definitely Northeast deep. Texas, Northeast right? Texas. We've already been to North to South. We've been out to Bushland. I get to Google travel things, you know, every month. And, yeah. you know, just for if, if you'd have just seen August, you think it asking you why you're going to hooks. Yeah. Are you or just ask me, like, are you OK? Actually, man? I'm going to Ashdown, Arkansas. <laughs> Ashdown, Dirks. That's like, I got to get some wood from the lumber companies up there. <laughs> anyway, we're going up to hooks to see Winsboro versus hooks. And I think we are in for a great one. What a great reason to go up to hooks, Texas, right? To see the Hornets against the Raiders of Winsboro. This was a great game last year. It's going to be even better this year. You know what's fun is this is two teams that for years we talked about would be frustrating at times with their inconsistency. Mm-hmm. They both would have really good games, you know, for three or four games and then miss out on the playoffs because they lost the game they shouldn't have. I, they're not doing that this year. Right. In fact, Hooks had every reason to lay it down after Trip Basinger oh, got hurt. Yeah, you lose your starting quarterback. In your first and, game. That's yeah. just like a kick in the guts. But – you know, Hooks has a coach's son in uh, uh, quarterback Rick and Birdwell that's played well. He also plays linebacker at times. I yeah. think not as much now because he's playing quarterback. Right. Uh, this is just this is going to be a great game. Look, Winsboro's uh, quarterback, Kyler Fen- Finley, has already, uh, what, thrown for 450 yards and two or games. Kyler Finney. I said Josh earlier. I apologize. Kylie Finney. Yeah, Kyler Finney. And then uh, they're running back – uh, Tyson Johnson's ran for 265 yards, got two really good receivers and Will Wilcox and Camden uh, uh, Capehart. So, you know, this Hooks defense is going to earn it this week if they win it, right? I'm going to tell you, dude, you look at what they did against Harmony and Boston Seahorn, holding them to 22 points, holding Cooper with their great running back to 19 points. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's true. Uh, You know, Hooks offensively is going to answer with, we had said, the aforementioned uh, quarterback uh, Ripken Birdwell. Uh, But, you know, uh, Keyshawn Walls at running back is probably the X factor here. I know Emmanuel uh, Baird at receiver is going to help – uh, bail out Bert, Bridwell or Birdwell anytime he can, yeah. but really, I think Hooks offensively is gonna go gonna go by the way of Keyshawn Walls and running back. Yeah, I, agree. I think this Winsboro defense is a little underrated, and then you throw in Kyler Finley or, or Finney uh, at quarterback. I kind of see Winsboro being the favorite here. Yeah, it's gonna be close. I've I got think Hooks. This, do you? Yeah. I, I have no problem with that. I like that. the Hooks defense in this game. And it being and I'm going with the generic there at home, but I really do like yeah. that. Again, I, I I think Winsboro's better than Harmony offensively, but Harmony's really, I do really good. And, and to see Hooks be able to contain Boston Seahorn, mm-hmm. um, I, I just I, either way, I think we're in for uh 28, Should 24. 
one of those games, as we always like to say, we don't think any less of either one of them at the end of the game. It's going to be fun either way. Yeah. So I've got Winsboro. You've got Hooks. Does Coach X have a pick on this one? Yeah, he does. This is a big game. And you know when a game is this big, I really like to break it down. Hey, name a better walkout than DX in the 90s. Are you ready? Then the song and then break it down. There he comes, Triple H and HBK. That's the heartbreak kid. And then walked out to the ring and I, I and made the suck it sign, get applauded by 20,000 people. But when I do it, Miss Brown in the 11th grade, I get four days of ISS. Now you tell me what's fair. I'll take Winsboro. I, I got to admit, I'm, I'm enjoying this year of retrospective. Coach X seems to be kind of coming to terms with the the loser that he is, you know, still working. He's as not a, a loser. I think he's a great dude. He as an offense for his years, I added this up for the 15 years he's been coaching. He, his offense in total has scored 150 points. I mean, you know, they got a, he scored over that in the first two weeks. No, that was pick sixes and fumbles. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. His off the punt and two just doesn't score. It's all about field position. X. Just know I'm on your side, so don't come after me. <laughs> All right. Sorry about the whole dude perfect thing like you're 18 let years it go, ago. dude. You need to let it. I think you're – he was – I messaged dude. him about that, and he's like, I totally forgot what he was talking about. Oh. So you were so, – So you just cut that. We can edit this. No, Taylor, it's do, not, do not edit Grant mistakes only. Taylor, edit this, please. All Thank right. you. We talked about it in the preview – or the review, Jim Ned with a big statement win – now they have a chance to do it again this week, or does Wall make a statement win by beating Jim Ned? I think this is one of those, if it wasn't for Hooks and Winsboro, and also we just went west and we kind of want to go east now, I, this would be a good game to be at. Yeah, and there's plenty more opportunities to see uh, Jim Ned this year yeah. and Wall, basically. But, uh, yeah, Wall's quarterback, Gunnar Dillard, uh, and then they got really two good uh, two good running backs and Nathan Pepper and uh, Hagen Barbie. Uh, Jim Ned's going to answer with Gray Beasley at quarterback and then Braden Shipman at running back. But uh, uh, Beasley has two really good receivers in Jackson Crane and Carter Wood. And I think that Jim Ned defense is really kind of finding its stroke right now in the first two weeks. I'm going to say that uh, Jim Ned defensively will limit what Wall likes to do on offense as much as they can. It's hard to defense that type of offense yeah. uh, that Wall has, but I think Jim Ned will win this football game by 10 to 14 points. I think Wall wins it by 10 to 14. Do you? And I think this is a great game, and I'm big on Jim Ned, but when you look at what Wall's done defensively, and Eastland's not Eastland, but holding them to 10 and then holding Cisco to 10, I, I think Wall – loves what Jim Ned's going to do offensively. But because look at who Jim Ned's played. Oh, I know. I know. Okay. But again, let's remember of the 42 points, 14 of those basically came off of a pick six and a near pick six. Um, out of how many points? 40. That's 14. Out of 40. Yeah. That's still 14. That's two <laughs> That's two touchdowns I off know, the board. I know, but still. And Holiday's defense is good, but Holiday's defense isn't the holiday that we're – they're having to rebuild on some things on the defensive yeah, side. Yeah, I just – And I, when I say 10 to 14, I mean literally like 14 to 10. I, I don't think the winner of this game gets above 21. I think Jim Ned – I think Jim Ned can put up at least three touchdowns, if not more. I, that might be what wins it. Three touchdowns might win it. So, yeah. It, I, I'm not going to name a score, but I think Jim Ned – Wins this game by you, a touchdown you or think more. Th okay, I was gonna say, do you think they win it comfortably or? Well, I mean, I don't know, seven to fourteen, seven to ten. I, I guess it all depends on how like the game ends. You know, yeah, it could be. Yeah. yeah. 
but you I, know, I, in I, high school, 14 is not necessarily comfortable. Exactly. We've been many games where it's 28-14, and you're like, well, let's go back to Brock Hershey. In no way in that 14 points that Hershey scored did I ever feel that they could sure. score on Brock, even right. though it was only a 14-point game. So that's right. a really good point. All right, let's see what Coach X has to say. The Fighting Flanders won again this week. Like I said, they would. Terry was all about how he has Flanders. a beard. Oh, Ned Flanders. Yes. Never mind. Okay. That's always been one of his funny ones. Terry was all about how he has a beard, and he sounds like what he looks like. So he is the be-all, end-all. So he would be right about Holiday beating Jimbo. And then Grant was like, hey, man, Ned Flanders is a nice guy, and they're good at football, and I don't sound like what I look like. So I can say anything, and it has no bearing whatsoever. So what if I look like I've been drinking Mad Dog 2020 in a hotel, Motel 6 with Tom Bodette and David Carradine? Grant, David is dead, by the way, so don't try to bring him back up, like figuratively or literally. Well, I should have never told that Dave, David Carradine story. No, you should have. Well, and it, the funny thing was is that was such a running joke back That's in the like early the days. only second celebrity I've ever met, yeah. first one I ever met. And I was so excited to tell that on the air. And, and you choked them both out. It's really weird. No, uh, he has he has Jim Ned. Thomas Hayden Church is still alive. Great actor. Uh, he has uh, Jim Ned. I almost said Ned Flanders. Damn it, coach. <laughs> he has Jim Ned over Wall as well. All right, let's go to Southeast Texas. Really more. Yes, Southeast uh, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yoakum versus Quail. <laughs> you okay there? Do you have a little? <laughs> I'm geographically challenged. Oh, you meant. I meant um, Hampshire man. Stratford versus. <laughs> I meant Hampshire uh, Fanet, Fanet, Fanet. Excuse me, versus Cold Spring. Ken Sprague, uh, Ken Sprague corrected me on there. We'll go to the Cameron or the Yoakum one next. That's a good one. But I, I'm curious about this Longhorn Cold Spring game. You know, last year, yeah, last year you and I had Col- we thought Cold Spring had a chance to be a dark horse. They start the year off two and zero. They lose this game, and that just kind of spun them out of control. They ended up. Uh, finishing five and five, uh, and they never could find themselves again. This year, they start off two and zero. The scores are almost about the same. It's crazy how when you see these two t- teams play each other twice, how the scores sometimes both years will be within the same seven to ten points. But anyway, I, I like Hampshire's quarterback Ty Bryson. He's already thrown for about five hundred and forty yards in the first two games, and he's got two really good receivers in Braxton Starnes and Pierce uh, Pirtle. So and, and this defense playing great, um, you know. A game I have circled on my schedule is Finette versus Silsby. Yeah, that's and I think that's that going to be a be good like game. Week nine or ten or something like Just that. Just hope they both have something to play for. Can you look that up? Okay, you you've got the internet. You do too. I do too, but I like to not punch do keys anything. A lot. No, I t- I do everything around here. Wow, let's get that going. Uh, that game is week seven. Week seven. Or week eight, depending and on. And where is that at? In Silsby or? Uh, yep, in Silsby. Okay. I last think year we got to go to was, that game. Last year, that game was an instant classic, 35 to 28, Silsby won. We're going to that one this yeah, year. I, I think we're going to have to go to that one. Um, but anyway, uh, I have Fanet as well. I, I want to see, though, what Cold Spring does in this game because it, it, I'm curious because, like I said, last year was supposed to be the year they were – they were going to kind of surprise people. They didn't, so I'm going to see if they're able to stay within seven Hanser points. I think Hanser wins this one comfortably. I do, too. All right, Coach X says, HF versus cold sores. Can you put preparation HF on a cold sore? Terrence, I know you know I actually can't do that. Wait, Terrence, I know you know. He calls actually, you Terrence. I know. I okay. Know. Right. I know you know I actually can't do that to you. That is way more of a Grant question. 
Ted Knight voice. I would well, never apply that to any part of your body. I would not. The preparation HFs shrunk the size of Lumberton's scoreboard and then did so to the Buccaneers with a smoothing, cooling sensation. But there isn't much protection for a cold sore, and once you get one, nobody believes it's from a cold sore. Although a Trojan is the best defense against the causes of cold sores. I like how he works. So there's that. HF preps for a W and gets another one. I got to admit, Coach X, you might want to retire now. This is some of your best work. Uh, is it, though? See, again, say No, he, I'm he saying, you. I mean, some of his other work has been so great. Is that why <laughs> you said we, maybe we needed to Coach Z next year? All right, let's go to that yoga. We are taking um, applications for Coach Z. Oh, we always so we are. Could, yeah. we, we just keep him around until we can replace him. Yeah, send your resume. All right, Yoko. What's our email address? GrantAndTerryAt2Ssport.com. Okay. Um, I just realized I, I registered one of our papers on the wrong email that we'll never get because it's not an email that's real, so we have to always remember that password. Uh, Yoakum at Quero. This is a big rivalry game. Oh, Yoakum is one. really, really good this year. Problem is, so is Quero. You know, I, look, it all comes down to can this Yoakum defense contain Mason Nataro, yep. the quarterback and for Quero? Won't. I think it's close, though. I think it oh, could I be close. Yoakum, for the most they part, they play Quero always, close, though. I will say yes, that they they've, do. They've pulled a couple upsets off when Quero looks to be the Quero, better team. I believe so. That's going to yeah. make a little bit of a difference. How much? I doubt much. Yeah, but these, they, Yoakum I knows think, Quero. I think Yoakum plays close enough. Quero wins this game, but Yoakum plays close enough to where we're like, wow. Welcome, man. I, I just think I, I just have a feeling it goes the way of China Spring versus Lorena, and it could. Where it, and it could, but I would still be fine with that with Yokum. I am oh, so I am impressed. Too. I don't the think first gonna, two weeks with Yokum. Yeah, yeah, that uh, as long as they're somewhat competitive against a. a a, a heavy hitter in 4A like Quero, I am fine Guys, with that. Quero's, I mean, they were looking good last year at this point, but they're they're one more year in, into Jared Fickett's uh, schemes. They. Natero, you can tell just he looks. I was watching with him. He last year early, you could tell he was kind of okay. What's my read here? Now it's just boom, boom, boom. I'm gonna go back and uh, watch the first two uh, games of Quero. Okay, uh, tomorrow actually, and then we'll I've come got, back and do another show. No, oh. I just I watch about five or six games a week um, online, mm -hmm. and you know from the previous week, and Quero is one of them. So I'm gonna watch uh, their first two games, and then I'm gonna watch some Stephenville. Uh, some Kilgore. There you go. Yeah, doing a lot of four uh, A because we've gone to mostly three A, three A, one two A. Yeah, yeah, and we'll we go saw, to we saw 3A China Spring. next week as well. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's just how it works this this year. The three A's, and then we're again we have others like we, we watch like I'll watch the Brock versus Wimberley game this weekend. Let's go ahead and move into that. Yeah, uh, Brock Wimberley, man. I mean Wimberley's. Uh, Quarterback Cody Stover, man, he is a really good dual threat quarterback. Do you think that Brock defense as good as they've been, um, and they've been they were really good against uh, Pleasant Grove, and they're really good against uh, Hershey. Um, Cody Stover is a little bit different animal. Yeah, you know, last year they Noah Birdsong at quarterback, or I'm sorry, at receiver. receiver. He's darn good. They, uh, you know, last year, Wimberley scored, I'm going to say only because it's Wimberley, but they only scored 32 points against Brock. 
Mm-hmm. And this is almost the exact same team. I, I think it's a better Brock defense to me. That's, but I think it's a better Wimberley offense too. Oh yeah, because yeah, both I of these so teams too. return like seven and eight on the on the respective sides. I think I, Chase Carson uh, at, at running back is kind of the unsung hero of this Wimberley Texans. Uh, yeah, he offense. gets lost in the Noah Bird yeah. song. Especially, it's funny to say that because Noah Bird song somehow gets lost sometimes, and he's one of the best wide receivers in 3A and 4A. I mean, he's just that good. This might be the best game in all of 3A. I know that uh, Winsboro Hooks is going to be awesome, but I think Brock Wimberley has a chance to be a instant classic. Is If Brock can get more consistent on offense. I totally agree with you. That's but that's going to be where defense is so good. Yeah, but you're not going to keep them in it. I'm, I'm, yeah, they're going to keep them in it, but you're going to have to score. You're going to have to score thirty to beat Wimberley. Well, you know, I. I mean, they gave up thirty-two know. last year, and it, literally both teams I, have I, a lot of the same guys coming back. No, so I, I don't know, think much changes. But I go back to Pleasant Grove. Holding Pleasant Grove to 10. Yeah, that was impressive. Very impressive. But let's also remember Pleasant Grove's trying to do something different offensively this year, so there's know, a little bit of that I know, but the dudes they have. Yeah, the dudes they, they have, you they can't. Got, you're right about that. They've got more speed, overall team speed, than Wimberley does. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's right? really the knock against Wimberley when they get into the state championships against the Region 2s right. and the Region 3s. So yeah. I, I think this – look, I think Wimberley wins this game. I think it could go either way, but I think Wimberley probably wins this game game but i think it's by the most narrow of margins i would not be surprised to uh see brock win it but i'm gonna take Wimberley i would be in a close one a very close one because i think cody stover is good enough to pull his team out uh, a win out for for the texans on for a lot of teams i i, I, I would games. i would be pleasantly surprised if brock wins this game i, I think it's a lot like last year i don't think Wimberley i wouldn't be brock by any stretch uh-huh but I, I think I just think even even as great as Brock's defense is in this era, you're gonna face a team like Wimberley who is gonna almost roll out of bed and score thirty points when they need to. And I just think, but Brock, you and I talk about this all the time on the road. Like defenses today, you can we'll never be able to fairly compare them to the. 84 Dangerfields, the 85 Yates, because the game is so different now where even the best defenses, they're stretched so far across the field that you can't win every play 100%. One of your guys, your your sophomore slot corner who's really good, he's going to have one misread, and that's an 80-yard touchdown. Just remember, though, Mm -hmm. Hershey's got a pretty good offense. Yeah, no, 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 again. Hershey. Yeah, uh, no, you're right. I just think. I, again, I'm, I'm not, not saying they're whole. I'm not saying the defense to 14 or 10. Yeah, no, I know, I, I know. Okay, I, I just think that at the end of the day, though, you're making me want to pick Brock right now. I just go for it. I, I have no problem with that. No, I, I'm I still just, taking. Word I need I'm to not see what you. You're trying. This is reverse psychology. <laughs> not really. I'm we no don't dummy. do a competition. I don't know why you act like we would all of a sudden. But okay, no, start I just, over. I thought this is coming. Uh, but no, I, I just for me, it's that until I see Brock's offense do it, that's mm. where the consistency is just an issue. Well, see, and I don't think Brock's going to roll offensively. I think they'll put up more points than what they did against uh, a Hershey or a Pleasant Grove. Yeah, uh, I'm going to tell you right now, this Pleasant Grove defense is a lot quicker than what Wimberley's is going to be. That's a good point. That's a good um, point. But and maybe think, Hershey's might even be in some ways. Yeah, I I don't know enough about. I don't know. Hershey that's why I don't just say. yet. Yeah, I have not went back and watched them. But I think Wimberley wins this one, but I think Brock has a shot. I think this is the narrowest margins, and we're going to come back next Tuesday 
and talk about, wow, what a game this was. I have no problem with that. I would love that. All right, let's see what Coach X has to say. I knew Brock wouldn't stay off the sheet for long. That is, This is tough. Brett pays the bills around here, and Wimberley's mascot is the greatest of all time, Texans. Except I think that the Houston Texans should file a petition with the NFL to be the Oilers again. I agree with that. Earl Campbell and Bub Phillips did not play in Tennessee, and they would have thrown up at the thought of it. Warren Moon threw for 50,000 yards. Guess how many were in Nashville? Zero. Make Houston Oilers again. Texans over Eagles. Sorry, Brett. Did you see the Houston Houston Houston, Houston Cougars? Uh, that was slick, man. I know. They should just go that full time, and I'd be happy. I'd be fine, too. Um, yeah, by the way, if you didn't know, the Houston Cougars, to honor the Oilers, because the Tennessee Titans get to wear the Houston Oilers throwback this year, they came out with their Houston Oilers version of their jerseys. and they do that against uh, UTSA? That yes. they won 17 to 14. By the way, the UTSA all white looked pretty sweet too. That was yeah, a good uniform did. game. And by the way, great game. Those two uh, yeah. programs. Well, UTS, 17 14. Yeah, I think right? 17 14. Okay. UTSA is already up there in Houston's bouncing back. You know, last year was supposed to be their coming out party and they struggled. But yeah, it was a great game. All right. How about Franklin versus Die Ball coming up? Give me Franklin in this one. Yeah, talking to uh, Coach Mark Fannin will, of course, have that show up. It's actually already been recorded. Just wasn't able to finish the intros and outros. Uh, he basically talked about die ball. He said die ball is one of the teams that knows what we do better than anybody. And I joked, mm-hmm. well, you run three plays, coach. Um, <laughs> I, I think die ball makes this a really tough game. The, the, oh, yeah. I, I think die ball's defense this year is pretty salty. And, I, and I'm going off of what – and and Mark Fannin's not one of those that Lou Holtz it where everybody's better if he feels – They call it poor boying. Yeah, poor boying. He's very like, no, I, I think die ball can do some things against us that we've – and that's why you play this game. Hey, Franklin's been in some dogfights already. One, yeah, and then they blew the doors off Mahia last week, 70 to 6. That was yeah, lovely. okay, yeah. Hey, so, I, but a dogfight. Guess not what, some folks? Dogfight. There's what? another Jackson. Yeah, and, and sophomore, or sophomore Bubba, sophomore. okay, Bubba Jackson actually led the way. I had the stats wrong from the paper I was reading. They had Jaden with the most yards, but coach corrected me. Don't ever do that again, coach. Uh, but uh, Bubba Jackson, 164 <laughs> yards on like 10 carries. Wow. Um, and then Jaden Jackson. Co- they've had the back. That's 16.4. They've, they've had back to back touchdowns in the air. I think they. That's a record for Franklin. Dang. Two touchdowns on the air. Their quarterback, Court, he's already the all-time leading passer. Was there a second coming of Howl Mummy over in Franklin? And, and you know, the crazy thing is we put the video up. If you go watch that throw, that wasn't one of those, like we used to joke about some of Liberty Hills quarterbacks. It right. looks like a punt. He put that right to where only Jaden Jackson could catch it down the middle of the field. That's scary. That's the last it, thing. I As mean, a it really Franklin is. opponent, all, jokes is all you want is Franklin being able to throw the ball. You're done. All right. How about Salado at uh, versus Malakoff. Give me Malakoff in this. We're going some quick hitters now. Yeah. Right. I, I give me Malakoff. Uh, but I, you know, you and I saw. You don't want the six foot 11 uh, Salado quarterback. I well, think I was, he's six, back. Six, right? Luke Law. Yeah. yeah. Again, he's you, six, 11. You and I, I didn't realize. I mean, we did, but it was one of those sometimes you just don't think about till you see him. And we're like, oh, crap. That's Westerberg, the old coach for right, uh, yeah. for Allen. And I mean, that hates me because I call them Westerberg oh, yeah, on the air. The, you remember the, that? Yes. When, oh, yeah, I do. This uh, When Allen played, I can't even remember who it was. And I was doing his post game interview on the radio <laughs> down one. at the 50 yard line on the star. And I called him Westerberg. And he looked at me and was like, Westburg. I was like, all right, and that is the end of the postgame. And interview. we saw them last year uh, play uh, Hitchcock. And, and mm-hmm. Hitchcock, and again, 3A, but Hitchcock ran out to a lead, and then 
the Eagles just kind of reined them back in, and that made that a, a one-possession game. And if I remember correctly, they were literally – it looked like they were about to drive down and score, and they had a turnover. I can't remember if it was a fumble or something. And they, they lost to Malakoff last year 29-27. to mm-hmm. um, I, I think that they can give them a game, partly because, you know, they're going to be a little bit bigger. But I, at the end of the day, I think Malakoff wins. But it wouldn't shock me if they went only win like forty to twenty-two or something like oh, that. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think. I, I just. I think. I don't think it's within one or two touchdowns. No, I, unless Mike Jones and, and he doesn't. But unless they're turning the ball over, and I don't yeah. see that either. All right. How about Cameron versus Waco Conley? Uh, give me Conley in this one. Conley uh, gutted out a tough win. Uh, against La Vega last week, I believe it was. I, I want to see what they do against a talented team in Yo, but a team that they should beat by a couple of touchdowns. All right. Rice uh, Rice Consolidated versus Columbus. Give me uh, Columbus. Give me Columbus, but Rice Consolidated looks like they're pointed back up. There's a little bit more intrigue in this rivalry. This game's, I think, always played on a Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, I had to watch that I one think. On, and on and, and Jeremy from Columbus will let us. I know at one time, I know for a few years they did. I, I think that might be, if I'm wrong, let me know, Jeremy. Uh, but, yeah, I like Columbus in this one. All right, Referio versus Edna should be a tasty matchup. Uh, Edna's been lights out. Referio, uh, one and one. But give me Referio in a close one here. Yeah, I, we talked about this in the 2A show. Uh, I, I like Referio in this. Edna hasn't beat Referio in a few years. I do think – and they've been close. It's not like they've been blowouts. Right. I do think Edna has a, a better chance this. But, again, we talk about Ernest Campbell, that offense – that defense, I like Refiro in it. Okay. And uh, then Dangerfield Timpson, uh, give me Timpson in a 10 to 14 point win over Dangerfield. I think Timpson offensively, no knock on Dangerfield. I think Dangerfield is still a threat to make it to the state finals. It's all up to them how they want to play week in and week out, how disciplined they want to be. But Timpson right now is a different animal. So give me Timpson by. I'm going to actually say seven points. And if you want to hear both of those a little bit more in-depth preview, check out the 2A show. Um, we, we talk a little bit more about those two games and get a little bit more in-depth on them. Uh, so check that out. Uh, where else do you want to go? Is that it? Uh, Harmony Beckville. Oh, Harmony Beckville. Harmony. Yeah, give me Harmony as well. I, I'm curious to see, though, you know, just Beckville bounce back after their loss to Timpson with a good loss, a good win over Joaquin. Harmony bounce back after that Hooks loss. Uh, I, I'm curious to see. I, I kind of feeling that if J.J. Garner – and J.J. Garner special. But if J.J. Garner went off against that Beckfield defense, I kind of think Boston Seahorn's probably going to do something close to that. Maybe not as bad. I don't think Harmony – well, I say that Harmony what, returns 27 guys from last year's team. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think that – I think Harmony wins it comfortably. All right. That's all I've got. Okay. Talk to you later, buddy. Have all right. See you. Bye. That is going to do it. See, now it's not working. Oh, no, here we go. There we go. It's been a weird night. It's always a weird night when we record. We only do 17 of these a year. You'd figure one of them would get right. Anyway, that's going to do it for this week's 3A show. Brought to you by SI Design and Printing. Brought to you by Small Town Society. Hey, maybe we could get some hooks or Winsboro gear. Hey, yeah, if you're going to be at the game, we don't need a hat. We don't need a shirt. Just anything. I had to take the... I'd uh, like a hat or a shirt. You're not wearing it. You don't know. No, you're not wearing it. <laughs> we want to put it on the table. We want to have enough gear to so wear two shirts or two hats, one for me to wear I don't and one for on the table. If you can get us a football, we got a Timpson ball, we got a Lampasas ball. Why do you throw things in the studio, dude? I, I have just to clean this that up. bottle off and it went in the trash box. I have to that's not the trash box, that's the extra equipment box. That's where all my hopes and dreams are. Oops. No, but uh but you got to stop throwing things away. I am not your maid. Why did 
I feel like Kelly at this point because I've heard her say that to you. <laughs> I don't even know who you're talking anyway, about. Anyway, uh, we want to thank, again, you run right over our new advertiser, Small Town Society. They're going to be like, you know what, guys? Just stop. Just We sell more when y'all don't even talk about us. <laughs> uh, but we do appreciate them being on again. Now we'll have more about them next week with a nice, shiny video commercial. We want to thank Coach X. See, I thank him when I feel like he does good work. So for the first time in 16 years, good job, Coach X. That's going to do it for this week. Until next time, he's Grant Goodwin. I'm Terry Bennett. This has been Sideline to Sideline, the 3A edition, right here on L4 Media.